0: Would you like to learn a new language? Oui. <laughs> see
1: we see what I did. Oh no, I said we oui, like French. Oh, okay. We 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 we. I have ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women. I thought I want to learn a new language.
0: You know what? I I do have a because uh, I'm a, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of. A French language.
1: Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I
0: just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's, Mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language you
1: want to learn. Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's the trusted expert for 30 years, they have millions of users. 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got yeah. your Spanish, your French, mm-hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch. Arabic,
0: beer, no.
1: Fast language acquisition. It, 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 there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. That's the hard part, I think.
0: That's it. And it's an intuitive process. You pick mm-hmm. up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's all designed for long term retention, which is great, because I took Spanish for twelve years and all I know is how to find a library. Yes, don't I they, know Donde está la biblioteca. So this one really, really you retain it.
1: I learned German and I know Hast du Zweiswester now, Abrak, no, has du Bruder now Nein, Abrachabra Zweiswester. That means have do you have a brother? No, I have but I have three sisters. I took German
0: for seven years, and all I remember is tight." <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> someone sneezes.
2: <"Kesun-> tight.
0: <laughs> Rosetta Stone, that's not going to happen. Another thing I love is they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that is speak. Spoke. Right. You don't, you don't look
1: like some clown. Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. By mm-hmm. the way, the lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm-hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. What are we waiting for It's a steal? What is going
0: on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Fly in the wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off.
1: Oh yeah. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of 50% mm-hmm. off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today.
0: Okay, I have a little observation right before. I mean, sure. well, this is part of Mike Judge, Start I say. Hey, Dave, before we talk about our friend, Mike Judge, because we now call him our friend. Great dude. Yeah. Um, do you accept cookies every time you see it? <laughs> because whoever thought of the phrase, accept cookies is a genius, because really they should ask, can we spy on you? Yeah. Can we spy on you? But accept cookies, they take me right back it's to fun. a 10-year-old. Well, sure. fuck yes. I'm going to accept some cookies.
1: I'll accept all cookies and more.
0: But do you sometimes go, if I don't accept the cookies, whatever I'm looking at won't be as good, like it'll, it just they'll won't. It'll the good parts. It'll take
1: out the good parts. they will
0: take out the good parts will not be as good, so I'll accept cookies and get the really good article. No, you
1: know, I do it on Instagram and it says, oh, just, do you want a cookies? It doesn't matter if you want cookies or not. And I go, no. And mm-hmm. they go, okay, bye. And then you're just off the website, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, so it's uh, sort of, I, I have to.
0: I think they should change it to, how about a brownie? And then you say yes or no. Hey, how about
1: a brownie? Well... Is it like a cookie? That, yeah,
0: like instead of accept cookies, how about a brownie? And you go, yes. And then they spy. They get legally <laughs> legally can harvest your information and sell it to people all
1: over the world. Yeah. And they believe go, me. They should say, a brownie is a uh, harvesting mechanism. <laughs> we spy on you <laughs> while you're in the shower and while you're on your laptop. And I go, well, that's fun. I just want to read this article about, uh, yeah, you know, I'm Chloe trying Kardashian. to find the best
0: route to drive to Big Fork, Montana. I don't need you going into all my personal details, looking at my apps,
1: okay? I just want to see Pics of JLo's wedding nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> Going with Affleck, it's a, he's a doozy. Let me tell you, that's
0: that's uh, that's forever. I love those too.
1: All right, so Mike Judge, great guy. Here he comes, uh, Mike sweetheart. Judge. Worked on SNL, so there is a a wispy connection. Uh, he did Milton. Yes. We get into that hard. Uh, we, he did Beavis and Butthead for us, which is great because he. Uh, it's so cool to see him do it in person.
0: I know because he, he's unassuming and shy and sweet. And then when he goes into Beavis and Butthead, it's kind of magic. Yeah. And then he did Hank from King of the Hill yeah. and his eyes were all rolling around yeah. in his head. <laughs> and so just to see him do it, and I told him it's just. There's something about Beavis and Butthead that is endlessly funny. It's kind of yeah. like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> just two idiots looking at hot dogs, <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> it, just, it never does not make me it. laugh. And it was so much fun to hear his process, how he learned to draw, how he did those voices, what his
1: influences were. Yeah, and listen, he's rich. If I had his money, I'd throw mine away. Here he is, Mike Judge. <laughs>
0: Why would you throw your money? <laughs> so I have so much Why don't stuff. you add mine?
1: No, got to get rid of it. It's...
0: Like Denny said, it all comes down to paintings and planes, Carvey. In the end of the day, you're at Hemingway's in Paris. That's where Bill Gates goes, all right? But getting a uh, Monet and on a G7 to uh, must guess a Mosk's castle, a more pricey... <laughs> That's that clenched-jawed Dennis. So why would you want to get out of California? Was it the homeless and the regulations and taxes or
1: or, or is it Was just it? like being
0: gunned down in the streets? I this mean is, I, this place is like it?
1: the purge, dude.
0: I see a guy in the street, you know, his pants are around his ankle and he's screaming on my way to the grocery store. It doesn't ding me, it doesn't change.
1: <laughs> Every my time I day? see that, I go, Why is his dick bigger than mine? That's all I can think about. They always have full heads of hair. If you yeah, want like, homeless. I yeah. yeah. you
3: know, they have full a full head of hair and I can't fucking i just i <laughs> eat right and exercise we well, you'd have to do like you <laughs> one in other <laughs> a <quarter> ways it's <laughs> yeah. <block> a day <laughs> yeah.
0: something about that creates fair <laughs> they're or great something. hair and i go what, you are know we're on camera live for greg to see yeah. I've like keith oh, richards
3: I has all his hair right he didn't yeah. get hair plugs did he who, like, who? keith richards? richards i'm just thinking of like no no he other junkies he went bandana so the big bandana forgives hair,
0: everything like Nadal, I've seen the French Open yesterday. I was at the dentist and he's got the big bandana. Uh. You can either be a pirate or a cowboy when you get older. <laughs> yeah. The pirate You'll would be Steven Tyler. It's all distracting, it's all jangles and may, all that stuff. And then the cowboy would be Jeff Bridges and Mickey Rourke, just get yeah. rough and tumble. So which one are you, Mike?
3: (laughs) I'm going to have to go with cowboy, but I'm barely, uh, I just got to wear a hat or something. I know, listen, I do
1: it too. The hair thing, it drives you crazy. And then you go, would you trade places with that homeless guy because he has great hair? And then you think about it for a while. You go, well, it's a Mm. push. (laughs) I always ask my friends because I try to understand the
0: the crisis. And I go, look, if you were living somewhere and you couldn't afford the rent, would you move to a, a less expensive place, ten miles away. Or would you pitch? Pitch a tent. and um, no one has said pitch a tent so far. <laughs> well, let's hmm. get to Mike Homeless and his jokes career.
1: Haven't we been recording this whole time? Unfortunately, yeah. Oh shit. Well, you
0: the thing about what up. Mike and I were talking about, David, if you don't mind for a second, yeah, um, <laughs> we we're just talking about integrity of. Uh, shows or something i can't remember a
1: voiceover um, voiceover oh stuff. he was asking his day has an animated show Well,
0: non-animated v- invisible but it's all
3: voice it's a podcast like an old-time right? radio show oh, right right yeah. okay
0: but we the, you know my sons and i and my their friend childhood friend we love the twilight zone and so obsessed by it all the kids would watch it at my house because i had vhs and so <laughs> this is basically our trying to bring that back a little bit yeah, no, so well, it's you called a weird place.
1: Uh, check it out, kids. Mike and I. Let's just start briefly because this is you guys You know, sort of about SNL, but we can always oh, you guys yeah, go yeah. way go into your other stuff because you have a million things. Uh, so Mike and I met. Um, Goddamn, I think you were gone. Were you gone when Mike came? Might have just missed him. You might have just missed I him. I met Mike when he visited the Wayne's World I, yeah, set. Yeah,
3: visited Wayne's yeah. World. Oh two yeah? Set. yeah, Wayne's World Two, I think it was, or was oh, it one? So I think it okay. might
0: have been one.
3: And uh, <laughs> yes, I'm hoping. I, uh, <laughs> no, it was yeah. super cool. First time I'd ever been on a set. Um, and then I met. I think I first met you at the VMAs, maybe or oh, right before okay. it or something. Mm-hmm. But you took me. You're talking about when we I went to SNL. I think because you went to SNL because you had a, a desk. You had yeah, well, this. you and I'll thank you for that. Now, you uh, you kind of hooked me up. I had the. Before the Beavis and Butthead short, I had a <laughs> one called Office Space that was the Milton and Lumberg, which you showed to Lauren. Oh. And that uh, <coughs> oh, <laughs> led to God, me making people. three more of them that weren't very good. The fourth one was all right, but uh, for SNL, and then you know, eventually led to the movie later. Yeah, so the thank the, movie, damn, the mega movie.
1: Yes, uh, I now did Office Space. We we'll jump around here. But was it one of those ones that wasn't like a hundred million dollar movie and then it just lived on forever
3: as a huge cult hit, or was it yeah. also a hit? No, it wasn't a hit at the box office, but it was <laughs> not at all. It, it was, uh, but it didn't cost a lot of money. The budget was 10 million, I think. Um, and uh, what year was that? Came out in '99. Okay. And <clears throat> came in like sixth or eighth place or something, opening weekend. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it didn't. And then, yeah, then, but then. A year or two later, it's it started really, like, it was charting in the, like, the blockbuster charts. Like VHS and the rentals, yeah. and DVD, yeah.
1: That's where they make big money. I mean, Tommy Boy was not a huge hit, and uh, mm-hmm. Black well, Sheep was not a lives huge on hit. And... They opened number one, but they were both uh, opened number one at, like, $35 million, where it wasn't, like, a mega monster. No, Joe... that's what they totally made. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, Joe did Durrell, Joe, open? Joe well? Dirt might have opened number one, but it was still, again, it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a huge... Hit. Those are the ones that you really can't tell about a movie until five, 10 years later to see if it really sunk in because there's big ones that yeah. made more money that no one talks about. So they, they open only, big and fade out, but are, I like when they stick around.
0: Is there like about maybe 40 good movies? Oh, <laughs> in the world?
1: Well, my <laughs> wife and I at
0: night, we're like, Godfather again? Okay. Sound of Music? <laughs> Honey, we, uh, yeah, we, we're the, really, we're, we, we watched Eye of the Needle with Donald Sutherland, which was pretty cool. But it's hard to find a great movie. What I was curious about is you're doing Beavis and Budhead coming out with a new movie.
3: Yeah, it just came out. And We're, then the new series. Just ca- it's out already. <clears throat> just straight to it was on Paramount Plus, yeah.
0: So what was so it? It's still
3: there. So it needs Paramount to be Plus. churned
0: and talked about. Yeah. It, but it wasn't you didn't have an opening weekend. Was that your first experience with that?
3: Yeah, it's weird. Um it's just out there. Yeah, you just put it on the you platform. And there's it. no they don't yeah. you know, they don't Announce or publish any ratings or any data, yeah, so you don't. Uh, <laughs> it was the New York Times critic pick. Um, oh. it's like ninety something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's Rotten Tomatoes. Is, Rotten Tomatoes is still around, so that I've yeah. gotten a couple of
0: threes in my <laughs> oh small my film career. So. I don't think I've broken ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah it might that's go down after to a while. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the. I guess that's on the critic side, and then the audience side is in the '80s, maybe. I don't know. I should. I should look it up. But it's
0: on Paramount Plus right now. Yeah, Paramount okay. Plus.
3: Just want to streaming on Paramount+.
0: And Beavis and Butthead take on the universe, or what was it?
3: That's called Beavis and Butthead do the universe. (laughs) Oh, they do uh, it. (laughs) Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good.
1: (laughs) My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash wall to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash wall. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's ask Mike if... um... Back in the SNL days, I think this was a rumor that maybe we started that, that if we did a, if you did a Beavis and butthead movie, that Adam and I would be Beavis and butthead.
3: Yeah. We, that was, that was discussed. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we ended up, I mean, they still, <clears throat> when was it they still gunned talk down? About, uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I don't know how that, I don't know how, I, I don't remember at what point it was, uh, is it, it when we asked for a salary? Yeah.
1: Spade <laughs> probably asked for a shit ton of money. <laughs> i be butthead, but they got to back up the Brink's truck. No, I was, you know, Mike gave me a, a Beavis necklace. Do you remember this? You probably oh, yeah, remember. the pewter. There's a pewter yeah, yeah. Beavis really? necklace. because Not because we were going to do the movie, just because I thought Beavis and it was hilarious. And uh, he gave me this thing that was... Maybe one of a kind. Maybe it was his merch, but either way, I loved it and uh, it was very nice. So I wore it to at my buddy in town, and they said Lauren or someone from the show said Kate Moss is having her birthday. <laughs> you guys would like to go down and say hi. So, f- do some version of that. We uh, I was with my buddy. I don't think you went. And uh, no, was- we went down. It was her twenty first birthday. And so it was just like a party party. I don't know her, whatever. And then they said, Oh, go say hi to her. So now we're forced together, you know, and everyone's looking. Go say hi to Kim. And she's smoking a cig. And uh, too cool. I'm just like, Hey, uh, explaining that I'm like a clown in America or whatever I do. And and She's very posh. And yeah, she was super cute. And then she goes, Beavis. Because she saw my necklace. I go, Oh yeah. Oh. I talked to her like it's a foreign country. I go, In America, this is a and she's like, right, give it to me. And I go, give you give oh, you she this. And she to goes, do it's my birthday.
3: Oh, oh, and she just said, And I she go, wanted oh, you to do the camera. Well, actually,
1: I, this is a present to me and she goes, <laughs> give it.
3: And I go, and everyone's
1: looking at like, what the fuck are you waiting for, dude? So I give her the anything? goddamn. You, necklace. Can we
2: hear it?
0: what didn't she want oh she wanted the necklace yeah. I thought she wanted you to do the character no she oh, okay. wanted the necklace
1: she <laughs> uh, said give it to me uh, yeah give and she it said it me. ten times and they go it's her birthday and I go alright all right." right. so I Kate gave it to her Moss.
3: yeah these models they're not entitled I all, know Johnny really. Depp
1: no, she got whatever it. she wanted I was like need any cash for the cab home it's,
3: so you gave it to her so I gave it to her and that was it <laughs> At least and, she could have uh, worn it in a photo shoot I know, wear it somewhere. I was
1: uh, trotting it all over time. That's pretty hip. I guess it's back I, I thought in my head, I go, Mike will be glad. that At least she's wearing it because it's somebody Okay, so, so well, I'm
0: going to compliment uh, David. David, that was a great story. Me? Yeah, and Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I am a fanatic. There's millions of us for Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And I was at the time doing Wayne's World, but I honestly, I have- Total appreciation for Wayne's world. I thought, motherfucker, that's funnier than what we're doing. Oh, I don't you know? Know. It's sort of similar, you know? know. Well, it's because it's... I don't know about the, that. Not, it? Uh, it, the abstraction of just two characters, and I want to know how you got connected to them. I, maybe you said it on other podcasts, but oh, sure, just standing there... And I guess looking at hot dogs, and dogs, <laughs> for like a minute, that kind of humor just really resonates with me. It, it lasts, right? I could see it right now. If you showed me 10 seconds of them, he said balls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just that with no real, it, I don't know how to describe that kind of humor. Well, they also
1: got to watch videos, right? And then they make fun yeah. of videos, which is genius, because that's what people do at home. And it's-, it's Yeah,
0: it- but the rhythm of those guys, I, yeah. I know you probably, but how did you, and you're attached to them so completely, and yet here yeah. you are, kind of just Mike, a regular guy, but then the <laughs> these, these characters come out of you. It's just very, it's like magic. It's like a magic trick.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to, I don't know, as you know, having done great characters like you, Thank I don't you, know exactly judge. where it comes from, <laughs> but like it, but um, with this, I guess I was, you know, I'd done, it was the fourth short I had done. And um, I don't know, I just, I had drawn them and just look, and I was trying to draw somebody completely different and it went a different way. And I kept like, I'd drawn How many Beavis. drafts of the Beavis oh, and had draw? Was it looks it like, like
1: they're not finished.
3: They, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> they're not finished. <laughs> they're never, they're well, that's still. the thing. Like I, I wanted, I
3: wanted them to actually, and now I'm not a great animator at all. I was just but but i i wanted them to look like they were drawn by a deranged 14 year old or something like that, i i wanted it to yeah. and i also wanted like on the original charlie browns i love the way pigpen just he was draw, he was kinda animated kind of sloppy and yeah. messy and he had this like i was imagining butthead's hair like that <laughs> and i don't know then once i drew them it just seemed like they just can't say anything you, clever they, they yeah, got, okay. they're just like yeah. there was there were guys that <laughs> <laughs> kind of different people that i knew growing up in albuquerque that just i was like are they really that dumb like <laughs> yeah just saying little well, snippets possible, of like, sentences you nothing like, really it's like rudimentary how do you, uh, like can you read at all like what you know like and um yeah i don't know just sort of and and being you know i'd done this short called frog baseball and that's what started it all and uh or i watched it I, today oh okay. yeah oh god think you could do that today. You know, yeah, you, that-
0: <laughs> just to intercer just the lo-fi drawing of it or the rudimentary drawing it just it it it's really kind of postmodern in a sense. It's almost like Basquiat <laughs> if you're oh, familiar well, with him.
3: Actually, you know, it's I'd, childlike brilliance it, it, so, and I, I love Basquiat. I love his stuff. Like, I I also He's on next week. I also really I draw loved like like, like, him. like <laughs> you know all the um National Lampoon. I was really into all the comics that were in there that that Mm -hmm. like um buddy hickerson uh linda berry well she was in mary Kay brown like a lot of these uh mimi pond uh, all these great um what was the other guy mark merrick like but also, I mean this is gonna sound I'm not trying to at all compare myself to great artists, but Beavis's eyes I thought were like Picasso eyes, you know, where they're right. all like
0: I always wonder I know, like, where I, those came <laughs> from. And that's such a specific choice. And it gives the characters so much. So they're like cat's eyes that are slanted. Kind yeah, like of, right? when
3: I was when I was in high school, I took a it was like a art uh, history elective or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I used to just start drawing Picasso stuff in my notebooks This Um, makes. I don't draw very well I'm just sort of like I I I was never like proud of what I draw but I would draw occasionally I would do a pretty good caricature of a teacher or something but yeah with Beavis I had his um yeah I kind of did Picasso eyes on him which none of the other characters in the show have it's like you know Mickey Mouse is Mickey Mouse but then all the side characters are like they had to commit to them yeah, But Being this totally makes sense. The, yeah. I saw
0: Basquiat in it. Now you're bringing up that. I mean, like the long jaw and the teeth of his yeah. butthead.
3: <laughs> it's like, yeah, Beavis has that. Yeah, and then Butthead has the gums the, and the braces. Yeah.
0: kind of thing. Yeah, and I wanted to animate
3: his mouth because like when you have braces, like people, when they're smiling, they they don't, their corners of the mouth don't really go up very unless it's a huge smile. And, and yeah. when you have braces, you kind of go, you're, you're going like that. Yeah, so was, All the time.
0: Yeah, his, yeah, and he
3: laughs, his mouth is like, going down when it became a show i had to just all these really Uh. animators way better than me i'd say no 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 they don't they don't laugh like they'd have them do shoulders up and like it's like no no that's not how they laugh they laugh you got to animate does it sound too
0: highfalutin to say it's kind of what you're doing is artistic because anyone could draw <laughs> oh, something real. <laughs> well, but like to draw surreal that creates the whole is greater than some of yeah, the parts. Yeah, like an that,
1: animation, maybe if it was a contest, like who could draw the most perfect person? But luckily, it's not. So it's like yeah. Simpsons look weird, and yeah. you just picked a different sort of interesting look. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if you buy into it and the voices match up, then it's bought into. it. Yeah, perfect. well, that's
3: the thing also. Like I could have, and still to this day, I mean, the new movie, like we have some incredible people worked on it that it looks pretty epic, but Beavis and Butthead still look like themselves because anytime in the past that we tried to clean it up or it mm. just stopped being as funny, you know? Yeah. Um I think it's true like South Park, there's just, you know, when those four characters, it, it if it's if it got too fancy and sure. was, you know, if That's, you animated them three yeah. D it just it's yeah, there's something like draw a, a line half hour from now. Beavis
0: and Butthead to South Park? Both being brilliant shows. Yeah. But this lo-fi, I mean, you look at Walt Disney's animation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know if you were one of the first, but it seems postmodern. It seems like it's, it'd be very hip now um, just to have that kind of animation. And then, of course, South Park went with sort of cardboard puppet animation. Yeah, or yeah, even more. Cut out
3: animation. Yeah, well, I think I, I was probably the first to have a mainstream cartoon like that, but there were independent animators that were starting, like this guy Wes Archer. Uh, there mm-hmm. was a lot of, um, actually... Mary Kay Brown when The Simpsons she had shorts that were in this Tracy Ullman show that I thought were amazing. I, I think it's impossible to uh-huh. Google because the way it's called yeah. Dr. Nagatu, and there's an exclamation point in the middle of her last name. Uh-huh. And uh but anyway, there were there were people do, um doing it, yeah. doing it. Like I wanted to I, I read National Lampoon and think, man, how come this stuff isn't animated? Like this kind of this this sensibility and this style of drawing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what I was trying to do when I was animating my my shorts is, is to and try to.
0: Can I ask you a technical question yeah. that I think also le- led to the magic of it? So, Milton and the first, you know, frog and the whatever was and <laughs> Butthead. So, you had a 16 millimeter got a yeah. bullex but but you, the, so milton is like moving there there's a there's a shimmering yeah i is that every, intentional
3: yeah every yeah. every drawing well what what i did with milton if you want me getting the weeds here um this so, so we yeah, do I, on this I would podcast. Uh, so our i fans would, uh, smart our fans are mostly animators <laughs> it's uh, they call it a boiling yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's called a boil uh every every two frames is a new drawing mm-hmm. no okay. matter what so, 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 it creates, so i did, yeah, I did yeah, that that way yeah um mm-hmm. and then was it
0: for time's sake, or finance sake, or an actual artistic it was, choice?
3: It was to give it partly that movement. I, I would say I was a little artistic, but really, like I, I, uh, I didn't have cells. I did that with color pencils and ink. So mm-hmm. to to only move one part, you need a cell back then. You know, you did an overlay. I didn't <clears throat> hadn't tried working with that. So I I had like a cutout, like his desk is a overlay. Cut it, cut around the. Corner of the cubicle, mm-hmm. in the, in so you're the drawing ceiling. this
0: thing, and you got this camera on top. Yeah, I'm just I, do it real I'm, <laughs> I'm
3: putting the, a new piece of paper Jazz underneath it bit, every yeah. time and clicking. Give it some yeah. fun. Click
0: it to give it movement, just like stop animation, claymation. In yeah, sense. But, is but is that what you do. Click
3: it. You, you click it. You go like click click. Just well, oh. if it's, when you, yeah, that one I shot on my Bolex. Then when I, I sold that one. I don't know how much it cost me for the film and everything was like, and for the camera like probably. 700 bucks or something and and i sold it for i got two thousand dollars for it so i said okay next time i'm going to rent time on a camera and so i, I shot it on a better my later stuff that was the only one i shot on the bolex so.
0: i could see why snl would love milton yeah <laughs> because it's uh we thought again it's worries. like um doing uh whatever worker bee, working class people what's their life like and the torture of
1: being in the cubicle and the boss yeah. who's a dick you know when when you do Office Space off of Milton, first of all, it must be hard to make Milton a real character and try to capture it. But Office Space had yeah. so much more going on that Milton wasn't even, that you got a whole great movie out of it without just yeah. going, it's the
3: Milton movie, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually, it started out, Peter Chernin at Fox saw those shorts and said, this should be a movie. And so it was going to be a Milton movie. And I just kept, I couldn't wrap my head around like, like i don't kind of I, I don't want to know what he does at home i don't right. like <laughs> i don't i don't i didn't see a whole movie centered on him so they had writers come in and pitch it and nothing really landed and then then but they kept wanting something and then they said well what if you make it like an ensemble cast like the the movie car wash and i said oh yeah that's now that's like i can do on, that car wash <laughs> well but, i guess
1: it's like a, no cars, a workplace and, comedy yeah. basically <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: A workplace com- workplace
1: comedy that's probably no wasn't the term workplace a boring,
3: comedy. Boring cubicles. Yeah, but I was gonna animate mm-hmm. like a series of like vignettes of office characters, like cubicle characters. So so I that's kind of what I if Beavis and Butthead hadn't happened, that's what I was gonna do next was more.
0: Well it was nice. It's almost like an indie filmmaker doing a film low budget in one location because the cubicle was yeah. very simple but super effective. You had the guy at the yeah. desk and the guy at the door. That was it. Yeah, you, a lot a lot of um in my I'll answer limited limited- for
1: him. Um, limited animation pitch abilities. <laughs> <It is a laughs> what would Mike say, David? Well, he'll that say, a, a lot of times you get on MTV or Comedy Central and you're a victim of the budget. So it's so, the budget is so low that South yeah. Park makes them look cardboard because that's all they can do. And, and then be, it's, you know, so you can't make it so professional and then, Indirectly, it just sort of turns into a hit because of the uh, not cheapness, but you know, Oh, it just makes it. Yeah, huge there's a difference. charm to it. There's a charm to it. Well, also to,
0: you know. can't, the animation now, or at least a few years ago, would be like, okay, rap, uh, we'll get it out in three years. We'll see you guys. <laughs> yeah, that was a great read. Yeah. Love you That's all. How Sandy see you was. in 2027. So yeah. I think part of it, obviously, uh, South Park <laughs> has that. Can I go back to a 2001 question? Oh, sure. Sure. So when the monkey gets the bone, Go with this, go with this, Mike and David. (laughs) Yeah, The monkey gets the bone, right? Oh, is
1: this a movie, 2001?
0: Yeah, I'm referring to the monkey going, ah, because the monolith put the thought. So it's like going like this, going like this, and then it starts hitting stuff, using it as a weapon, and there's that moment of creativity. So I'm thinking of Mike, young Mike, (laughs) does these two goofy characters, rudimentary, Van Gogh, Basquiat, and then wherever you're <laughs> going to draw from with the monkey with the bone, it's like, what do these two guys sound like? And I don't know if it was oh. over time or an epiphany, but the voices are so peculiar, so rich and so bizarre. So where'd they come from? And if you don't have an answer, David will answer.
3: No, I, have a, I do have an answer. for. Well, so Beavis actually, so when I, <clears throat> the guy that I was trying to draw... Was absolutely nothing like Beavis. He's actually an engineer now, and he was a straight A student. And <laughs> That's he was a like, funny name. <laughs> He's a
0: brilliant guy. He was
3: not named Beavis, and he was he. <laughs> in fact, he was super nerdy, and we had a in a calculus class. He sat in the front, and I remember I was. You can cut the story down if it goes too long, but no one had ever heard of a hot teacher. Like it just didn't happen. And, and this friend of mine's coming down the hallway and goes, have you seen the new math teacher? Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. But she was like a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And, and she was really beautiful and he sat in front of class and he was so wound up like he would just he'd constantly be biting his lip and going—and <laughs> he'd be laughing at everything she said she wouldn't even wouldn't even be funny she'd say okay and then this is an easier way to do it explaining algebra and, so, <laughs> and he was always kind of looking back like, <laughs> that's
2: hysterical
0: and,
3: and so can i hear that the, voice one more time <laughs> So you he was, are sitting next to him and observing. I'm it. sitting in the yeah. back and me and, and this, this other it. guy, Hysterical. Bob McCarthy, and then my other friend Mike Cdaca, we I started imitating him like he would do oh. it, and then I'd be in the back, I'd go <laughs> and then they started doing it, and the teacher she I won't say her name. She got really pissed and chewed chewed me out one time, like chewed us all out because we just kept doing that. And and then like, just, she got really emotional, and I would, like, apologize and everything. Then she turns around to the chalkboard, and my friend just goes... <laughs> like, <one>
0: <laughs> so, so, I have two questions. One was, so the guy doing that in the front row, he was doing that to repress his absolute horniness for the teacher? That's absolute what it seemed horniness. like, yeah. He was
3: just so wound up. And, <laughs> and when you did it with, for he, your
0: friends, did he talk, or it was just one, that one sound?
3: All hey. It was just the same. All, all, I, all I would do was the laugh. Okay. And so, But he didn't really talk like Beavis, but I... Well, I was trying to draw him when I ended up drawing Beavis and Butthead. They were both attempts okay. to draw him, and it was kind of going a different way. But I thought they looked funny, and for some mm-hmm. reason, I drew Beavis with a lighter in his hand, uh-huh. and I was just imagining him just <laughs> like, oh, fire, gonna gonna a lighter. Like on fire, right. excited, <laughs> like, like it's just yeah. a scary. Um, like there, there'd been this uh, this guitar player with Delbert McClinton, who um, he had. Uh, i used to be a musician but i remember he just was looking at some guy and he said boy he'd start a fire <laughs> yeah. and, and that's like the that. was a little like pyro yeah like a little he was a little pyro which got us into trouble and then butthead i, I did <laughs> the drawing
0: all right <laughs> so you're a scientist and, just,
3: and a musician but yeah, <laughs> anyway but so i just i just was looking at the drawing and just um thinking like what would he sound the idea of someone just laughing all the time i hadn't really i'd seen it um like there was a Mimi Pond cartoon in uh National Lampoon where she just had this weirdo getting on a bus and he's just going huh, like it just yeah, it was written just out. Always kind of, and just, I thought that was kind of funny. Like the idea that there was another there was a something else I'd read in National Lampoon. They just described some guy that just had a dumb laugh and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it just seemed right and I, I wanted them to just be laughing all the time and barely talking and just deranged idiots it's like the
1: one when the w- talks when <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> well yeah beavis like barely said anything at a- first i thought <laughs> i was thinking of him as this <laughs> brain fried guy who just <laughs> 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 just goes along with it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he's had balls <laughs> oh, my yeah God. just
3: any yeah the first one of those was uh them watching like uh, we, I had to watch a Barry White video where <laughs> they put it in yeah. and there's a, oh. videos, <laughs> like, a, oh. yeah. like the horniest <laughs>
0: but one of the, the charms of it and Wayne's World had it a little bit but was that they, no, they see lot. they're generally having so much fun like the two yeah. losers in town are yeah, having that, more fun, fun than anybody in the town
3: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, by the way my my daughter's uh like Wayne's World a lot more than Beavis and Butt Heads. <laughs> like, really? My <laughs> son wanted
0: to come meet you. Uh, totally changed my life. Blew my life. Beavis and Butt head be- the movie, all of it. Blew my mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> you go, what about Wayne's World? He goes, this life sucks. stayed the same. Oh, uh, Wayne's World. Uh, he goes,
1: that wasn't so funny, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. To get a beautiful gift, mm-hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The tricky part, Dana, as you know. Yeah. Figure, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. I hate to say it. Price yeah. matters. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's why I recommend for any jewelry purchase, you source it from BlueNile.com. They've been with us for a while.
0: Yeah. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds, David. And find jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail.
1: They also offer peace of mind with a repurchase some of their highest quality stand they have some of the highest quality standards in the industry.
0: Right, and David, whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> to Sarah Sherman or <laughs> or, or Or bring out her eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings. Blue Niles Jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David?
1: They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions. Like, should I make it a diamond cut or a circle? (laughs) Those are the technical questions. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oval. They fit your budget. They'll make sure what you want, they can fit in your budget.
0: Yes. It's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone because, um, you know, it's, it's a subjective thing and the, you'll be guided with the, this company going to help you make the right choice. You All give right. them a little information and they'll go,
1: Sapphire. it's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go. Yeah. We're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like that's yeah. not what you want. Yeah.
0: Or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant, and it's like <laughs> they're flipping hot cakes, and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. So yeah. No, thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose.
1: No. Mm-hmm. Just in case, you got 30 day. Returns, Mm -hmm. shop Blue Nile today, and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like fan-fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prices could be huge.
1: New players start playing with just five bucks and get one hundred back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code FOTW to book your one way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credits awarded, which require one time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com promos. Restrictions apply. I like that Mike used to. Did you program F-18
3: Hornet jets, and then you go? I might switch. I I, I worked on a. I didn't. Uh, well, I I worked. Yeah, my first engineering job was uh Can we? On. on uh, <laughs> yeah, I was electronic test engineering for the. Uh, uh, yeah, it was F eighteen. It was uh, a all, all very boring except for F eighteen. I guess like I wasn't out on the tarmac. Like <laughs> I was in a cubicle. <laughs> you were basically maverick. Schematics. So you were so a
0: science whiz in high school and college, and you worked with. Her yeah,
3: role. I was good at. Yeah, you know, I, I could do. When did you get dumb? Do you know how to
0: find the base of an isosceles triangle? Yeah. I
3: am. <laughs> <laughs> Most comedians
0: <laughs> suck at school, and I've never met a mathematician done some, uh, <laughs> comedian.
3: There are not that many. Um, there's a, there's a few, there's a couple Simpsons writers that have, there's one, there, I think, George kind of, Meyer. Well, there's some Harvardy brainiacs. David S. Cohen, and, uh, who's, it? Ken Keeler, I think is his name, has a, I think he's got a PhD or something. Yeah, there's some. No,
0: well, you were a science kid and everything, but you were you also, like, doing voices and making people mm-hmm. laugh? Yeah, a I did,
3: kid? I did imitations a lot, yeah, from, I started, started realizing I could do them. In high school, I think I peaked my senior year in high school. was. <laughs> were they have
0: famous people or no? Just I, classmates? That's the
3: thing. I, it it would have. They were all just
0: teachers and classmates. I, did I didn't classmates. do anybody famous. Yeah.
3: I, I mm-hmm. I'm kind of still that way. I don't. I, I don't know. I guess, like, uh, I can. I can do. Yeah, it's like people I know. And if occasionally, if it's a famous person I know, I can do them. But I don't. I like often yeah, do them. Yeah. I don't know it's why that the is. Same
0: thing. If you do really, an impression of a friend, and then that friend becomes famous. Now it's not yeah. a character, it's an impersonation, <laughs> right? But if it's an unknown, I mean, Churchley yeah. was just uh, teachers I knew, Garth was my brother, you know. Just... I remember reading that, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he he's uh lives in Albuquerque for years, ABQ, really? yeah. Wow, he invented you guys a are video in toaster. I don't know if you ever intersected with that, did he really? Yeah, the video toaster with Tim Jennison, it was uh for with Amiga computers early yeah, 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, first like home What's video, a video rec- toaster. That home was, video recording system for people who want to
3: yeah cut was, videos at home. Oh, that was wow. like that using was, a, wasn't that like early eighties or something, or mm, even older? Well, no, no might have been might have mid,
0: been mid eighties. Mid
3: eighties, yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: he. I wore a toaster T-shirt as, in Wayne's World 2 as Garth
3: underneath the thing. Is that Why he was in. Albuquerque was, was there cuz capital of the world. He, what, uh, he was in Silicon well, it mean, was in Silicon, Silicon Valley.
0: Valley another place of one of your shows uh well, Microsoft he, and then started he in Albuquerque. moved to uh, Albuquerque just his wife was going for a masters at the University mm. of New Mexico and he just worked from there and so he still works at Sandia Labs now as an engineer. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
3: Yeah, that's what I was wondering if yeah, Sandia.
0: I have an mm-hmm. office space question.
1: David um, before we get to we'll Silicon right Valley, Office Space. <laughs> Office Space had Aniston in it too. Yeah, right. Jennifer Aniston, she's great. What was she that, like?
3: Uh, she, was fun <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> she was very funny. Very she's, good. She was
1: great. The whole thing was great. I heard good comedy. TGI Fridays lost their flair because
3: of that. Did you read that? Yeah, they well they they publicly <laughs> tweeted that it wasn't because of Office Space, but a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a waiter waitress whatever you uh, told uh, my the second AD told me that she asked someone at a at Fridays about that and they said oh after that movie office space we we ditched the flare <laughs> dropped the flare <laughs> but uh yeah that was something i i had i had in the script uh i had the line about um we're not in Kansas anymore mm-hmm. and uh then this this writer Brent Forster I was working with he he was in Austin and <clears throat> he worked on King of the Hill and He was staying at a hotel next to a TGI Fridays, and I said, "Hey, if you get a chance, can you go?" Like I was too chicken shit to (laughs) just—I don't know—I didn't want to. Like I I said, can you just ask them? Because clearly they don't—they don't wear those because they want to. I mean, all those—all those those buttons must be—and I was just (laughs) curious. Like, well, everyone has them, and do they—you know—do they tell you you have to have a certain number or whatever? And and then he was about to to get the car to the airport, and I said, "Hey, do you ever?" Did you ever get to TGI Fridays? And goes, Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're actually called pieces of flair. And you have to wear fifteen of them. Asterical. And you and I was like, oh my God, how pieces long have you been sitting flesh. on this? that juicy one. That's too <laughs> and good. And so then we started riffing on that stuff, and I that was a very last minute ad, all those. But but that was to give because when casting her enabled that kind of made the studio relaxed more about casting all these unknowns mm-hmm. or semi unknowns. Mm-hmm.
0: So, King of the Hill also I'll just insert. She this, was also smart
3: to go my, into that movie. My too. son's
0: favorite, and I remember they yeah. they liked The Simpsons. They uh, f- fell in love with South Park later, but it was always King of the Hill. My really? Son. Wow. always. What the, what the gosh darn are you doing? I mean, that guy, you know, <laughs> Yeah. that had another magic charm to it. I mean, it's famous, right? It's huge. Yeah, King that was Hill. a. I mean, it's it's something. That was one of
3: my. That Hank, was a right? Yeah. Was your... Hank was a combination of imitations of. Um, there was a guy on my paper route. Me and my brother had a paper route, and uh, he, <laughs> he was our first time collecting. He, uh, I can't collecting was, is too Yeah, you go at the end of the month, you'd collect.
0: Oh, did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he
3: thought we were like, he, he said uh, he was always out in his front yard with a beer, just like drinking <laughs> real slow. and I love those he guys. He was like, uh, he. He said, uh, "Well, you ain't my paper boy." <laughs> and said, "Yeah, well, that he, that guy quit." And where the new paper boy said, "Well, yeah. I know what my paper boy looks like, and you ain't him." <laughs> and then he he uh, <laughs> said, "Yeah, we're, we're not saying where he is." You have to him. see his face. The, uh, <laughs> his eyes he, are getting very big yeah, when he does. That. Yeah, he had that kind of faraway yeah, look. Looking and, around, yeah. and, and he mm-hmm. brings his wife over. And says, Marcy, come here. Is that the paper boy? <laughs> they ain't the paper boy. I was like, no, I, we're not saying we're that guy. And then um, we said, well, we're going to have to cancel your paper. He said, well, I'm going to get the paper when the real paper boy comes. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> if that's that because, because you're collecting, humor.
3: which is uh, yeah. in. Uh,
1: to the audience. That's what the end of the oh, month, you go get the right. money for the paper, <laughs> right? Because my buddies said I'd go with them. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you did t- that in Arizona? Yeah, do the paper, mm-hmm. then you got to go do the collecting, which was the hard part. You hit him up for the cash at the end of the month. God, you yeah. get up at four,
0: 4.30 But morning paper. you're yeah, wrapping them, wrapping them.
1: But that was show
0: a... was so charming because it wasn't political, it wasn't yeah, violent. Just easy. It was small town charm, small town stories. Yeah. It's just a real... It's hard Smart. to get that right, though. Yeah, and make it funny,
3: really it was, funny. Um, yeah, when I mean, we had some great writers, and it, but it was uh, Greg Daniels is Greg, yeah, Ulrich <laughs> and Krinsky. We had um, mm-hmm. we had some really great people on that, um, and it was yeah, it was just like uh, kind of down home, you know, like because uh, The Simpsons was. Was so, I love The Simpsons, but you know, they're going into outer space and yeah,
0: whimsical, taking and advantage cutaways, of everything things. you can yeah. do in
3: animation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I chose to not take advantage of any of that, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yours might as well have been a sitcom. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, that's was the way it stood out. But let me ask you a question so you're you're drawing the main characters, and you you kind of in your head have an idea how they sound. And then it's a, a series. So are you passing out other voice? There's other voice actors yeah. in there. You're doing like three or four of them? I or? just
3: did. I did Hank and Boomhauer, the guy who talks mm-hmm. gibberish. And, and that was pretty much it. I, <laughs> How does
0: Boomhauer sound again?
3: Uh, that was sort of, that was based on a, I have told the story on it, but it was. Not well, on it fly. Based, based on a couple different uh, things. But the one that <laughs> I would go to, the guy, uh, when Beavis and Butthead was going, um I didn't have an assistant like for the first year of it and and you could anyone could call I guess and get my mm-hmm. um my voicemail you. and somebody had called complaining about the show and it was this like just hillbilly deranged dude <laughs> and he thought the name of the show was Porky's butthole <laughs> and he's <Really? laughs> and of the call I still have it uh it's he, he goes uh well, I've been calling y'all a better month now, grab right about y'all remember time that dang old freaking old loom Tunes come on, you put on a dang old Pokey's freaking old butthole. And uh and I couldn't he's like, you go, you gonna sell drive them commercial damn day man damn old kids with Pokey's butthole. Yo y'all, y'all get and, and he's just like I couldn't he seems to be complaining also that it's because they would start the show like two minutes off or early to get people who are channel flipping. So mm-hmm. he's saying, like, y'all be Three minutes late. And last time, go three le- minutes late. Next time, it would yell what job name I would poke his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick up Porky's butthole. I him. don't know how you get that out of Yo. Beavis and butt I just think it's like cartoons, Looney Tunes, Porky. Oh, yeah. Uh, Porky I would do pig. this
0: one based on C. Riley, right? Like a really insecure guy, right? Like we could go have fun and everything, right? That'd be cool, right? Who's John C. Riley? I base it on him, but I exaggerated it. Like, oh, you know, is it? Yeah, it's that part does of my like a, podcast. Was it
3: before he was famous? Or <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I just took it from it was three <laughs> idiots in the scripted podcast. The so one's the ring lingering goes, What do you think? You think Cloud's like a baby? Yeah, he's pretty, pretty much like a baby. <laughs> I think he's kinda he's kinda <laughs> general, like he's like a baby, right? So that was it, it's basically you take the source material of that in your case, and then yeah. you just extrapolate it out and Make a funny yeah, version. Yeah, like how yeah. did uh, Joe Dirt sound? Like me. (laughs) No, he
2: had
1: kind of a twang. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He had a southern twang. Hey, boys. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And tell me you don't got
3: no Roman candles. (laughs) You were like the first person to really do the – the mullet redneck.
1: Yeah, that was the first kind of. <laughs> you mullet know, I think it was uh, it was accepted because I wasn't making fun of the South. Really, I was actually the guy was super the charming good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for <laughs> once I wasn't sarcastic. Yeah, and mean no, and he stuff. was the I hero. Was, yeah, I was yeah. trying really hard to get through life, and something about that clicked with people. That, I mean, there's. No other explanation. <laughs> I
0: think likability goes a long way. I think, yeah. you know, Joe Dirt movie, was just though. a likable character and it didn't shit on the South or make fun of it. It right. didn't wink. He was sincere. Yeah. Looking for yeah. his
1: parents. And bullied. And, and a lot of people are bullied. And so when you get, yeah. you see that, you're and so And a great related. name. Joe yeah. Dirt. That's just a great Joe name. T- yeah. Joe Dirt, Joe you know, yeah. Dirt. Well, I, I know the movie I'm in.
2: David Spade is Joe Dirt. you with a mullet. Yeah, I love it. So oh.
0: when you're when you're casting other people, then you show them the, some animation and some ideas, or you let them look at it, or how do how do you I'm, get them? And when you're so
3: connected, we what we did uh, it was um, yeah, that was the first time I really cast something, and we had standees of the drawings. Okay, which, so, so I mean light- my my drawings are were very. Well, still are like really basket. crude drawings, and yeah. when you blow them up to that size, they look even cruder. Yeah. Like, like the shaky pen. But mm-hmm. we had we had these cutouts, and I would I wouldn't look at the actors; I would look at the drawings when when they when spoke. they're yeah. So they
0: oh, so they're in, yeah. and you're looking just at the standee yeah, drawing. It doesn't yeah. matter
3: what they're yeah. What None they of, look like. Yeah, what yeah. they look like or what they're doing with their face. Of, or how famous or anything. That's it's just, not the end so of the So you that. hear the yeah. voice
0: and you're looking at the thing without looking at them and then yeah. you,
3: you do the Eureka moment? I mean, how many
0: audition yeah. for a part? Um, like, quite five, a few. 10? I mean, they'd,
3: they'd narrow it down and Greg and I would uh, listen to, you know, like the the final ones. But yeah, you, yeah, it, it definitely, like I think where animation goes wrong a lot of the times, especially when they're when they're trying to cram celebrities in, is that the... the there's that thing where the the sum is greater than the parts, but, you know, where mm-hmm. the voice and the drawing come together in a way yeah. that's, that just, just fires clicks. on all cylinders. Yeah. and Yeah, so I would, you know, I'd look at that, and, like, when Stephen Root read it, I mean, Stephen Root's also just naturally funny, like a lot mm-hmm. of, like you all are. But, he, but like, he, uh, that clicked. And then the one that we had a little bit of a, because we were talking earlier about the mm-hmm. celebrity thing was the character Dale, which... Johnny Hardwick was one of the writers and a stand up comedian. I think you know him know. from way back. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. and he was one of the writers. And we had him read and it just fit that like it was just like something popped. Yeah and you know, there was a lot of they wanted they just kept pitching celebrities doing the voice and none of them really not their clicked fault. that it way. Yeah, not their fault. Just yeah, not they're a great match. actors. Yeah. It just doesn't fit the drawings. So it doesn't
1: really it doesn't seem to help
3: that much. Like yeah, nobody you forget cares. Once you like, watch it only show cares you for, for three that. seconds. There's so many <laughs> movies that have famous people in especially in the nineties that like after Toy Story, it was like you have to have a big star do the movies. Oh, votes. yeah. There's so true? many failed oh, wow, yeah. huge budget animated movies yeah. that failed with huge stars and nothing against the stars, but they just it's like it's like you get this famous person and this animator, this designer, and there's no thought of putting a of how it all clicks mm-hmm. together, you know. Yeah, that happens a lot. I mean, sometimes there is. It but. just needs. When to I did that uh, the llama movie,
0: you had a big. Well, the Emperor's New did. Group. Yeah,
1: that was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember going in. But that worked. And I mean, yeah, they that said worked. that one. Worked. I love that one. They said yeah. um, my only good reviews.
3: Um, <laughs> and you're playing a llama. I'm a llama. Well, <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> the Prince and the
1: Pauper. The first uh, Mike might know a little bit of this because he's in that world, but mm-hmm. it was a big Disney movie. I think. uh, Michael Eisner is that probably was running it, so I get brought in. I was doing Just Shoot Me, and um, I play this prince. And Owen Wilson, who's your buddy, is uh, our buddy, is playing oh, well, the. Uh, yeah. I think it was a pauper, so it was basically going to be we switch bodies or we switch lives. I'm the the queen is Carla Gugino, so I think those are the three people that. Had Winnie oh, Malick she was the voice and, of the. She was no no. So we oh, do oh. it for a year and a half, and I'm doing the voice. And it was such an it was before you got paid, so it was just an honor. <laughs> and I go, it's what oh an God, honor. they're making a yeah, Shrek. I think Shrek was an honor and they got paid. So <laughs> yeah. I literally was making <laughs> like, a you. little overscale. And I so after a year and a half, I go, Hey guys, is that a rap? Like, do you got it? And because uh, you know, they they give you pieces of the script. In, so after out. a year and a half they show a, an animatic to Michael Eisner and he, he doesn't like it. And they're already millions into it, and they say, uh, "What well, else? I want what to else a could studio this be?" Executive. And they and they said <laughs> we had another idea where he goes. I sort of like the sarcastic prince, and he goes, "What about?" Which is me, and he goes, "What about that?" He they had an idea that I turned into a llama or something. He goes, "Yeah, do that one." And so another <laughs> year and a half, we had to change everything again and do it all over. Wow. By the end, I didn't want to even go in anymore. I go, "I don't even know what we're doing. We're just ad libbing, riffing, doing stuff." And when I saw it. I was thinking in the back of my head, this is going to be a disaster, and it was it made me laugh. I thought it was so funny. I go, "Yeah, God, these guys are good. They know how to do it, well, and they, they made it work." You it know, it looked
3: which, cool. Too. It was a slightly different look. It was one of the oh, first. Oh, newer... see, Dana would know. See, he that. would know that. I would just go, "Look at
0: the funny well, pictures." A, There's like David. my
3: well, my daughter had when she was like eight or nine. I think she had. There was a full. Oh, sorry. There was a full page ad for it in mm-hmm. the in a magazine that she had pulled out and stuck on her wall. Cause, oh, because you want to so, see it? Yeah, because it was like... But it, was, it just had a different... had a cool design. I thought it was like... It didn't look like the typical Disney from what I remember. Like they yeah. finally started to do something a little different. And it's it was so 30. fun to do
1: because I, I can't even give myself the credit because I would make up jokes and they'd give me jokes. But it was more... They have so much going on around the story with the animation that they make everything funnier and better. You know what I mean? Like even in Hotel Transylvania, everything it doesn't mm. read as funny. And then when you see them do it, they know what they're doing. So I know, it just adds to jokes yeah. so much.
0: It can go wrong so many ways. Sounds, so oh yeah. when it works, it works. I, yeah. I actually read for an animated TV show once and uh, I think I blew, blew it because I came in for the audition and they said, Mike's looking at the standee. You can come in now. And I, <laughs>
1: Mike <laughs> is looking away. You can come in. Well, I, I won't dare you, boys. We're playing Jimmy there. the raccoon. <laughs> uh, well, let's ask Mike if he met Lauren and if he did you ever have to meet Lauren and sit with him and talk to yeah. him? Yeah. And when did you oh, get yeah. the
3: call that SNL's to yeah, yeah, use yeah. Milton? Oh, so, well, I first met Lauren actually when I. Visited your set. I was I was on yeah. the way. I was, that was my first Hello. Hollywood flying me out and meeting Always. everybody. And then you came to the set. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I'd met like a bunch of studio executives mm-hmm. and they're all like kind of really like friendly and yeah. like, oh, we love your stuff and you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, Lauren Michaels, I'm going to meet him. This is going to be amazing. And uh, that's... It's like, oh he's not ready yet. Why don't you go visit the set? That's where I met you. And then Right. Was I then, in
0: character? I think I was yeah, in the, you had outfit, the whole right? yeah, it was amazing. You
3: had the Garth outfit on. <laughs> Me. But but I then I go in and Lauren was in such a foul mood. Oh I mean, no. Like, oh my oh. god, like and I was just like, oh, did I piss him off or something oh, like boy. that? And you but know, I mean, he was nice. Producer but, stuff. But I was like, he must have something must something have something must have that, just happened. Yeah. Just it's a budget and thing. It's we need not the you. AMC
0: Pacer like fucking yesterday. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, who is it, Mike? Come on in. Yeah. So what was that like then? Have, so
3: yeah. I mean, I was I was starstruck. I mean, I was such a huge SNL fan. And um but then then I met Spade here shortly after and and I think you had Turned him on to the Milton cartoons, and then and then I was back in New York. I went mm-hmm. I went to SNL and met with him and um, and Jim Downey, I think. Jim Downey, yeah. um, one of the greats. But yeah, that I was. Uh, they gave me a office. I mean, I was in the thick of it with Beavis and ButtHead, so I I was. Yeah, I don't eight. think
1: you're in the office that much, right? Because you just had. Yeah, one but if it was cool to it.
3: come by and see see all you guys. Like Norm was a Norm McDonald was a writer uh, at the time, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, hey, be uh, be you should a that Milton guy's great. You know, like, you yeah, never know, yeah, what's going to happen with
0: character. Milton? You don't
1: say it's Norm. You just have a guy going, what? <laughs> ah, <laughs> why is he called Milton? You know, I mean, put him in a, in a cubicle, right? Yeah,
0: Norm yeah. could always find a word <laughs> and repeat it and just make it funny by repeating it. Like, he'd probably I know, get it's on. Amazing. He's in a cubicle, right? Is that, that's where you work. in <laughs> well, cubicle. Cubicles. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was part of <laughs> Norm's genius. <laughs> So you're, you're, you're part of the team. You're making Milton. And and so you,
1: is your only job to make Milton. Is that what it was? Is to, is yeah, to hand in shorts. Was,
3: yeah. And, and they, uh, but they gave me an office there. And uh, yeah, at one point, Lauren got really pissed at me. Cause <laughs> I, well, I was, I was just Jeez. used to like, <laughs> I, had, interesting. I sent uh well, then he, then he quickly, he, he was quickly very nice, but I, I, I had, I mean, I sort of get, I'd, I'd sent a storyboard for two more Milton cartoons and I just hadn't mm-hmm. heard back from anybody or something i I don't know it happens Um, and uh i was called into his office and he he was just like what is going on what where are these cartoons and i was oh sorry i was waiting for and i think he wanted me to be more proactive and it was a huge opportunity and i I think he thought maybe i was blowing it off or something like that but he was then he was very very nice and always was yeah i did I did three of three new ones for over the Did over you not season. like them as
1: much because it was a new crew working on them or, or did you do them on your well, own I, I first? Did it,
3: I did it with two, just two animators and me and we had to work on weekends and uh, I, I didn't really have the chance to edit them as much as I would have liked to. I don't know that, that, but I did, it did give me a chance to kind of develop the Lumberg character that Gary that Cole played in the movie yeah. where he's doing you know like the yeah mm, <laughs> all that stuff the the yeah that means no
1: <laughs> and
3: uh so it was but but I like the fourth one I remember yeah. liking and I you know I used some of that uh material in the actually office space I think is a SNL gets a credit in it or, oh, fuck. or maybe Lorne really? does or something yeah cuz I mean he one. Paper, is it possible yeah. that I could get <laughs>
0: maybe you know, my something name. you know it's an associate <laughs> you know, just producer. wet the beak <laughs> a little bit.
3: Yeah, I just want to taste. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
1: Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized.
0: You're very observant. <laughs> you
2: know.
0: I would su- suspect that you would probably create a character based on us, or something. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if they said it was Lauren called you, it'd be Dana and David. David. Could, it's
3: <laughs> fly on the wall, but it's animated. Maybe yeah. I could get you guys to play those characters and do a no, podcast. We,
1: and, uh, we are so you know,
3: busy. <laughs> I like your
0: career. I like yeah, I do you know so. uh, Silicon Valley. It's just it's generally a guy. Your sensibility is infused with things and um,
1: it's a very you, safe bet to drive
0: back up a Brinks truck to you like, burr, 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 and you knew it was a shitty idea, but it's generational wealth. You, you know, someone needs an operation and you, so you must've said no a lot after Beavis and Butthead, you had fuck you money or whatever or success. Screw you. So what least. kind of, yeah, de- <laughs> what kind of deals came to you without throwing anyone under the bus that you oh. just said, no, thank you.
3: You know, I, I, uh, yeah, there was a few. I mean, there was a. There, I said yes to some stuff that, thankfully, didn't <laughs> didn't go on. But really, like, well, the first. I mean, let's look at a clip. Not to throw too many. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> fortunately uh, there's no a clips. There's some, <laughs>
3: some script pages. Uh, there was a summer camp movie that, and I never went to summer camp. My parents didn't have summer that kind camp of dough, movies. But like, always work. Yeah, well, that's what this was like. Then that was the first thing that was offered me, and I, I said yes. It was like. It was an op- it was a offer to write and direct a summer camp movie um that sound fun though and yeah and i I said yes and then um I shouldn't say the title but i but I was like I did the best I could for that concept and uh, you wrote it, and directed it no I didn't oh, no we never it? no I, I wrote and then they I wrote an outline and then they got okay. a writer to work on a script and then it just kind of sat in development for a long time and yeah. i i was uh i i passed on it based on the script. Like I was able on to do that. On your own script. You didn't fit, The one that co-written you were, you, by- you, I read the I, script. I, I you know, like on it. your
0: own co-written <laughs> script? So let me get, let's guess the title. I'm
1: going to say Summer uh, Nights. Oh, David? I'm going to say Camp Let's Fuck.
3: It's, uh, <laughs> it, you couldn't possibly guess as Never hacky as what it is. Maybe I should just say it at this point. Uh, it could have been a good movie. Well, I will I, say
1: Mike has a, has, a, has, a, has a high slugging percentage. Because all, all this- there you have so many things that did work that no one hears about that stuff, and you also have a way to make boring funny. I mean, to say Office Space is <laughs> yeah. like a dull, boring office, and we're yeah. gonna make but fun. It's hard a to whole do genre that. basically. It's hard to make that dry stuff that's so boring. Not be just boring.
0: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Office well, did it later. Uh, Ricky Gervais was doing. Gary Shandling was around doing stuff like that. And you were. Yeah, one Gary of the, Shandling was probably. You know, yeah,
3: I, I was a big fan of Larry Sanders. Of Larry Sanders. Yeah. yeah, that that sort of that might have influenced me some. But I was also just like, um, I don't know. I liked well the. Um, I keep mentioning Mary Kay Brown and her shorts. The Doctor Nagatu had. Mm-hmm had a quality to him, Like one of them is just like, she's at lunch with someone and there's mm-hmm. this kind of vase on the table in the middle of them that just keeps getting in the way. And uh-huh. it's like one of those really relatable, like, yeah, like deep you move it happens, moving happens or not? And, and I was time. like, wow, that's, you don't see that in animation. That's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the, there is, you know, I mean, Seinfeld had been on for a while at that. Well, not when I did the shorts, but when the, for the movie and, but yeah, I mean the studio, they were very gung-ho. And then when they started seeing the dailies and going like, wait, this is just boring cubicle stuff. you got to move <laughs> the camera around. you got to do something here. This is horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, get, they get to, i <laughs> they got to get them really, to talk louder. It's so really Someone should sing. Was that your
1: first directing live action or not? Yeah. That's scary as shit.
3: Oh, it was. It so was that's really a commitment <laughs>
0: thing. Then, when you're editing it and you're doing that compression humor of like holding the awkwardness, yeah, where yeah. the studio's going to want, can you pop it around, yeah. kid?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, yeah, actually, they were really down on it until the first test screening, and it was getting big laughs. I mean, it didn't score very high because it didn't have like the big emotional kind of. Mm-hmm. ending maybe that it didn't have, you know, right. Tom Hanks or whoever, but, but uh <laughs> it had that medium kind of like on the cards, there's like excellent, very good and good and good counts the same as horrible. Like, so
2: right. If so they're like, oh, the top
3: two boxes. Yeah. That term top two boxes. That means. Great or really great or something. And like the top two, if you get <laughs> if you get like seventy five percent of the top two, that's a horrible score. Like you have to <laughs> it's really. has got to be ninety. Kill like yeah, you got to really, you got to be. Yeah, it's like. And Office Space was like, it's like seventy eight or maybe even one of them like eighty in those top two. Mm-hmm. But like the, the good, most of right. them were in the good. There weren't a lot of. If you look at that, stuff, you know, how, and you have a weird movie feel? like that,
0: how did you feel at that screening when you saw it?
3: Well, before I, going into it, I was Sickening. it was I was sick to my stomach. Oh, literally, like I yeah. was like, I'd worked in a movie theater when I was just the ticket tearing minimum wage job, and I remember thinking like God, I wish I was just someone working in a movie theater right now. <laughs> and this, we Stress. we we test yeah. Yeah. screened it at, yeah. uh, up in Westlake Village outside of L. A. But I was, but then once the audience started laughing, I was like, okay, thank God, this is like because I, I had. Like I don't think any the editors didn't think it was funny. I know the studio didn't think it was funny. <laughs> you didn't like see it
0: too like, much. And then you need that fresh audience. I yeah, think, and I don't
3: know. Like um Yeah, <laughs> it was it was very uh I was that was the most stressed out maybe. Like, especially when I don't know if you've experienced this, but like you know, I'm writing it. And go, oh, cool. I'm going to make a movie. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> shit, there's 18 wheelers and trailers and construction yeah. people building. Coming up to stuff. you going, this color,
1: this color. Sir. And I'm just yeah. like, like, oh, uh, God,
3: I'm, what if this is something that just me and my brother and a couple of friends think is funny and that's all. And here's true. all these poor people construction people working and drivers. Whispering, well, what sounds like a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you always think that the they're, all, they're yeah. all going
3: like, I, oh God, what's this? I said, oh, one, totally, guy, one yeah. crew
1: guy goes, is there any funny parts? <laughs> I go, because we're shooting out of Someone sequence. Someone said that? Yeah, in... yeah, he's like smoking a cigarette and I yeah. go, <laughs> I, go,
3: I wrote this. He's like, oh, I'm sure it all cuts together. I go, oh yeah, yeah we'll see. Jesus. Jesus. Oh God, kid. it's such a horrible feeling. I remember the, we'd put all the cubicles in this place we were shooting and and. The first rehearsal with Gary Cole and Ron Livingston, and, and it's just like, yeah, if I could go ahead and get that. You know, he's it's right. this slow scene, and yeah. I'm, it's just me standing there in a first know, like AD like looking down, and there's yeah. a couple construction people over there kind of going, and They're getting bored. I have <laughs> is <this> to, is, <laughs> a comedy? is yeah, it too late? To the guy Can said, I get out of this? Is like, this a comedy? <laughs> Can I quit? They do that thing where they get 20 people out Not of it random, 20, yeah, yeah, and and you know, like you stand behind them and I remember the moderator she just goes who's heard of Mike judge and and, she, and like I don't know like maybe like 15 of the 20 people mm-hmm. raise their hand and said, what do you think of him and I just got, I got up and Get left the fuck like out. yeah I anyway, saw one on Dickie Roberts that said uh, Roberts. <laughs> I generally don't like David
1: spade but this was pretty good and and, and the girl <laughs> gave it to me she goes look at this and I go why would I want to see that and she goes that's a that's Dickie positive. <laughs> yeah. What was that, that 90s normal.
0: run you had? You had Dickie Roberts, you had Joe Dirt. Yeah. The, but they were low budget, so they all made money. Yeah. They all made money. And then there they was go another... on and they quietly make
1: Paramount 50 to well, 100 million on video. video. They'd
0: make 60 million on yeah. video. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a great
1: racket. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't cost of... much to make.
3: Wait, was, was PCU? No, that was before. That was my first one. That mm-hmm. was... Um, with Jeremy Piven, yeah. That was early. What about wait, what was what was the other Jerry uh, Piven Tommy Boy and what was the other Black West, Sheep oh, Black Sheep Tommy yeah.
0: Tommy Boy, that was a smash.
3: That one really lives on. But it that lives just, on, yeah. Yeah, people Yeah, that one, thanks. It just grows and grows it seems like yeah that's good Will
0: uh, do you
2: have any more
3: (laughs) All right, we'll let him go I had Hank down so good when
0: I was watching that with my kids (laughs) yeah you got
3: him
1: down Uh, Um, thank you
3: Mike Mike Mike
0: Judge was our guest today Mike was great thank you guys we didn't keep him too
1: long we got him an hour really really
0: fun I appreciate it Um, and uh Love You're CD. as nice as they say you yeah. are. I don't. <laughs> very <laughs> and so talented, very cool, uh, unassuming, was, and,
3: and an, uh, an
0: incredible observer of humans. You live Aww. here in
1: Austin, is that? Because I was in Austin.
3: Yeah, I've been. Actually, I moved back there pretty much full time, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, people people so, dig
1: Austin. I'd li- I liked
3: it. It's we too hot in the summer. We went
1: there. We we, oh, we do a live podcast. We do a live podcast oh, yeah, in Austin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, were you there recently? Yeah. yeah. Probably the last year. We were there with a
0: guy named um, James Austin Johnson yeah. from We uh, drove by SNL. your house and beeped yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. all
1: right we'll get them out of here thank you mike peace out all thank right you, thank david. you guys thank you mike hey what's up flies what's up please what's up people that listen <laughs> we want to hear from you and your dumb questions questions ask us anything anything you want you can email us at fly at cadence 13.com oh hey
0: david you want to read our our question,
1: yeah. Allie Jones, we get these uh questions from our lovely questions. listeners. Questions,
2: questions,
1: questions. We don't have a theme, for no, this. yeah. Maybe we have Man do it. We got a question. <laughs> uh, hey, David and Dana, my name is Allie, I'm 17 year old. Oh, I like she's watching from Georgia. Um, I Georgia. wanted to know which album you'd want to be a fly on the wall when it was written. I know what Dana's answer is. Okay, let's guess, let's play a little game here. Guess, I'm gonna Dana's guess yours. Answer. I'm gonna say. Either the White Album, Sergeant Pepper, or Rubber Soul, I don't know. It's one that rotates. Oh, it is? An
0: album that rotates, and it's named after that. Shit
1: Revolver Revolver God damn I was close with
0: Beatles It's very close I listened to the whole Canon of the Beatles When they remastered it And I re You know I rediscovered Ringo's drumming As genius And Paul's bass playing Because you could Hear the bottom Of the Beatles And as I went Through the whole canon I don't really have A favorite But Revolver Just pops for me There's a raw I mean you know it's, I'm only sleeping Is the first song And go okay what, What's the second one uh, Eleanor Rigby Fuck you know, we Mega. had f- we had a few tunes. We sat we sat across from each other. We, we, we
1: put we a, a face <laughs> in a jar by the door. It sounded funny. I <laughs> said a little rig, ba- ba- do, ba- do, ba- do. you know. That's how we did it. You know? So good, goddamn. But yeah, because sometimes you have fresh ears with music. Like you're hearing it again. Because I used to listen to music when I started in a, in a beat up old '62 Volvo. So when you get older and get a decent stereo, you go, oh, there was a guitar in that song. You know, because I can't hear it, it's all,
0: my tweeters are blown. I have a Bauer Wilkins, because to me, a car is about getting me from point A to point B safely, and then what can I listen to? Because that's where we listen to music. I have a Bauer Wilkins, maybe they could be our sponsor. But I'm hearing music for the first time. I heard Tiny Dancer by Elton John, (laughs) and it's a six-minute masterpiece. I had no
1: idea. It's like I'd never heard it before. Give me that call me. I thought he said, lay me down, because she's a winner. I said that yeah. till I was fucking forty-eight, and then it was uh, which was last. Year. I
0: knew I, I was there when Elton John played Marine World, and I knew the guy had to clean up the elephant shit before his. Hold me
1: close, a tiny orca. Hold me
0: right. close, I dance. Orca. Uh, I'm a comedian and <laughs> should not try to
1: sing. Okay, so that's thank you, uh, Allie, for and that's your long answer.
0: Yeah, revolver on my side. David album was shit.
1: I would go back to. If I couldn't do any Beatles, you don't have to. I would do because I love the Beatles, but I would do some Elvis. I would do uh, Highway to Hell. Led Zeppelin two, Bowie Changes one. Oh, a Zeppelin one to Pink's be there. Fuck, Pink Dark f- Side of the Moon. Maybe.
0: Maybe. I want to an answer for me and for you. I, I have
1: control issues, and I love uh, Halen, and I love. Shit, man! God damn it! I'm
0: getting stumped. Anyway, all good. It's good my stuff. therapist said I had control issues, and I said, could I? tell you what the next question should be good night stupid <laughs> all right thanks ali
1: <laughs> this has been a podcast presentation of cadence 13 please listen then rate review and follow all episodes available now for free wherever you get your podcast no
0: joke folks Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13, executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment.
1: The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13.